This is Jargon Boys, a podcast where we talk about anything. I'm Riggs. That's Matt. Hey, yo. Hello, indeed. This is our fifth episode. This is, um, yeah, it's a milestone. Our episodes are in kindergarten now. They're mm-hmm. f- at five, right? That's the kindergarten age, isn't it? Yeah, I would say that's about five. Four or five is a is a good kindergarten age. It's always confused me what ages land where. I've never really gotten that down. Yeah. I have a, a niece and nephew, and I, I'm like, I know how old they are. I'm like, well, what grade are you in? Yeah, they always have to. Uh, they're smart. They're they're much smarter than you. Yes. Yeah, we're not smarter than a fifth grader. We're you know that's. <laughs> You'd be so bad on that show. Oh, nice to so, gulp right into the mic there. That is that is lovely. <laughs> Sorry. Um, yeah. So I I would never I would not be able to compete on that show. I would just completely embarrass myself. Yeah, one hundred percent. Wouldn't it be like uh, much different than our normal everyday lives, but you know, I'll digress. This it is. It's the fifth one though. This is nice. We're getting into. We're kind of breaking the format a little bit. We're doing. We're kind of zoning in on this one. We're doing something a little hyper specific, if you will. Not hyper specific, but just more specific than we have been in the past. And Matt, this is. I know this is a special episode for you. This is. You're going to be. Driving the ship a lot of the time, captain of of this um, ship, which is an episode. Um, so why don't you tell everybody what it is? Uh, today's topic is this show twenty four. Oh, if anybody man. Kiefer Sutherland fans out there, <laughs> uh, some of his best work, you know, in my humble opinion. It's really yeah. It, it's it, I didn't watch it. I'm not as familiar as this with the show as you are. I've watched a couple seasons, and it is. I mean, you know, I what else? That phone booth he was in. Else too. Yeah, he was only boys. a voice. He was only yeah. a voice in phone booth. I mean, he showed up a little bit at the end, but that must have been a, like a low paycheck for him. What well, about it, voice it, acting? Yeah, well, he's got that. He's got that voice acting voice, and that's why it's you know it. It's a it's cool to see um, you know the, the the to watch old clips of this show too because what did it come out in two the early two thousands looks like two thousand one yeah November. I believe it started early two thousands if I'm not mistaken and looks like I'm reading here November two thousand one so we were yeah two months removed from nine eleven yeah and it was like right after and they they must have either been like I don't know like that. Either they got the show together really quickly, or they're like, "Man, this is kind of like the terrorism game, and we're actually right. experiencing terrorism right now." Or they're just like, well, "Let's write a show right now in these two months and see if we can present it." I there's no way that the production started after nine eleven. There's no way, and then it released in November, which begs the question: You know, did Jack Bauer? You know, is did he kind of was nine eleven kind of a you know, did, did he cause that to like promote the show? Like the show, we'll all agree. You can't argue that 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 was you know after after that event after nine eleven. We needed the country needed to heal, and no one really healed until we watched twenty four. I mean, right? You know, no, every, exactly. Yeah, I mean, like you were talking about captains of ship and kind of like things like um, similes like that, and I would say he was the captain of America's ship. Right. To wait as to the waters of 9-11. And terrorism. And terrorism and just say, like, hey, we got guys like this on our yeah. side. Yeah, you. everybody else better you. watch out. 
Yeah, even your most intricate, crazy plots of all time will not stump this guy. So do you think Jack Bauer did 9-11? I don't think he did. He may have been presented. Commonly, common theme through the show or underlying theme is he's presented with two difficult options. Like he's either shoot this one guy in the head right now or a bunch of people die over there so that, you know, he would be the one to pull that trigger. So maybe it was to avoid a larger terrorist attack, possibly. Hmm. If he was behind 9-11. I don't think he was personally, but, I mean, if that was the case, he did it for a reason to save. He killed thousands to save millions. You know, It's kind of strange thing. that he's never come out and said he wasn't. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, I mean, he should have. they should have started off, especially a terrorism show, which is... Hey, we're not 9/11. Yeah, we didn't have anything to do with this. It's just a TV show. <laughs> yeah, you know, that's I. I would have felt more comfortable watching it. Just me. Yeah, I you know. honestly, though, I had my theories at times. I was like, the timing of this is impeccable. Yeah, it's, it was. It was great, and that's probably. I mean, you know, it, it was a really popular show right away, which is you know that that makes sense because it, it was it was very topical it hit it came out right at the at the very at the at the right time scratched a lot of itches for people i loved it i mean we were in high school what did you watch it right from the get-go were you uh were you on the first season i think i think i watched the first two seasons but i i, I don't remember what about you uh yeah i think i jumped on pretty early in the show i caught like an episode or something like that because that you know back in those days right we didn't have the streaming options and such so mm-hmm. we just had to catch things on the tv at certain specific times and uh i ended up catching one episode and i was like this is badass f yeah. al-qaeda f all those guys <laughs> jack bauer is coming for your ass white people <laughs> Don't cross white people. <laughs> We've got Jack Bauer. Yeah, that's that's. Uh, it was it was fun. I, I it, it was it came out like yeah because it was you know it, appointment television. You know, it right. was prime time came out right in the fall schedule a little late I think, but um, it was it was one of those water cooler type shows like almost instantaneously like came out started off with a bang. And should we watch? I have it right here. We should probably watch, and we can talk about it after. This is the. It's a minute long. The twenty-four season one trailer. I'm gonna hold the. Are you ready for it? I'm ready. This is exciting. Jack Bauer. He'll tear this gun. There's always one person that's against him for some reason. <laughs> Even though he constantly provides results. Groundbreaking. Yes. It's like the most un- power packed <laughs> hours of my like the hour that he has is like a lifetime for me. One hour, right? Yeah. So each episode is an hour, and the season ends, you know, in twenty four hours in a day. Yeah. Um, yeah, crazy. I just I'm blown away by that. It came out in two thousand one. Just how 
production value has changed. Because like, I just remember that's kind of like you know stuff that came out then. You know, when we were in high school, it just seems like yesterday. And mm-hmm. I know we're aging ourselves and whatnot, but it just it shocks me like how different the the you know, early two thousands production value is compared to now. Oh I yeah, just loved it's, watching it. It was so it's very nostalgic. Kind of, yeah, it's got like a cheesiness, a lovely cheesiness to it that you know you don't see people like shows advertised like that. And now yeah. twenty four hours. This ground. I love the uh, the enthusiasm. This groundbreaking thing. Like we can do a show based off a twenty four hour period by doing an hour each time. And it's like it's not that groundbreaking. <laughs> it is. I mean, it's a pretty cool format. It was like yeah. the uh, you know it was that was a typical action movie style trailer. Really pumps yeah. you up. Um, but it was, it was, it, it's a cool gimmick. It, it is a cool gimmick. Each one to, I mean, you're, you have to invest in the entire season. You can't just cherry pick episodes. That is, that is a big problem. Right. I would, <laughs> I would like to like break that down, like wait on a season because they do it by hours. So you'd be like, oh, eight through 10 is great. Like eight <laughs> o'clock to 10 o'clock at night at night <laughs> is great. But you know how you usually point out to people, and oh, season, you know, episode five is really good. This such and such name of whatever show. You're like, oh, yeah. Midnight, excellent. Midnight excellent. was awesome. But noon, not so good. Yeah, a, a freak style 24 <laughs> fan that was just calling the episodes by the time. <laughs> yeah, oh, just did like you guys see 10 o'clock yesterday. Like, <laughs> <laughs> 10 to 11 was insane. Who was your, I mean, you know, Jack Bauer is an easy choice, but did you have, since this is like, how much, how much of the show did you watch? Did you watch the entirety of the series or did you drop off at a certain point? Uh, I dropped off at a certain point. I do remember watching in college. I don't know what point that was at. I mean, I guess I was from college 2005 <clears throat> to 09. So, um, you know, somewhere in there, I'm not sure what season that falls on or anything like that, but I remember specifically like being like making sure that I went to go watch it in my dorm room and be like, oh, it's 24 is on. I got to go watch 24, like whatever I was doing, homework, (laughs) studies, helping people, community service. I dropped what it was and I went to watch court ordered community service. (laughs) Yeah, more specifically. Um, But then I kind of fell off. So I don't remember really the last seasons, you know, with that season. There were a couple good ones. One that w- character-wise, it was kind of hard to... Chloe was pretty good because she was just weird. And so, like, I don't know if she was supposed to be, like, autistic or something like that. She acted really strange. She had no very, very social interaction. And Jack Bauer just would yell at her all the time. <laughs> and be like, computers are magic. Look up this information for me right now. Is like, in real life, would be like, hours of work right they they achieve in like minutes or seconds not even so um chloe Chloe yeah she maryland rice cub she's very funny too on mr uh show and everything too um yeah yeah, it was uh i only thought because like she was in because like when you pull up the cast like she's like one of the first listed i because i only i get i only watched like a couple seasons i didn't think she was such a mainstay cast member yeah, she she actually was one of the ones that kind of lasted throughout the show because they Jack was always a centerpiece, and then there was like one other person that would kind of carry throughout seasons of the show. Like other ones would be like, "It was great working with you, Jack, but I'm moving on. I can't live this life. I want a family." And Jack was like, "The country's my family. 
<laughs> and then would disappear off into some random area until they knew. I never like, shit. <laughs> I've never gone to the bathroom or yeah. gotten sunburn. I know people talk about it a lot, but like when, yeah, you know, it could be fun. It would be funny. They should have just broke the form once, and like one of the episodes, he's like he has like explosive diarrhea, <laughs> and it's just in the bathroom the whole time, and like. So the terrorists are doing all these crazy things and he just can't do it. Like, that's real to me. Like, that's right. relatable. As like someone that doesn't do that and is just up for 24 straight hours without shitting one time, without having one explosive bout of diarrhea. <laughs> that's, how you, that's how you judge reality is by your explosive bowel movements. Yeah, like, I mean, well, just relatable to me, you know, right. because, like, it's, my it. routine is, you know. I have my spicy enchiladas for dinner, and then I wash that down with 10 beers. (laughs) And so, of course, it's like the mornings are a little rough. So, But I'm saying I would like to see that on screen, you know, in one of these serious type shows. Have a little bit more Mm reality-based, you know, really the gross stuff throughout the day. Like, you know, why doesn't he just, like, you never hear him rip ass. I mean, let alone he never rips ass either. And he's like, yeah, I mean, do I, would it be cool if like one, like we see Jack Bauer for a continuous hour shitting, you know, for one episode. And then he just like looks at the camera and winks is like, this one's for you, Riggs. <laughs> like, would I like that? Of course I would. I'd be oh, lying if I said I didn't. Yeah. I mean, trying to think what would be something. I mean, shitting would be a big part of my reality picking my <laughs> nose. Um, you know, what what part of my life would be something that you maybe secretly kind of farting and then like smelling it a little bit bot- going with the <laughs> wafting bottle, it yeah. wafting it into my face it's yeah. kind of like being proud of my own myself on some like man ooh, man <laughs> look at me go <laughs> wouldn't that be funny if just you wouldn't even for that one i mean the shitting wouldn't wouldn't take him out of the action for that one jack bauer's just like with a swat team he's crouched down behind the wall <laughs> <laughs> he's ready to go he's like the the target is in front of him this is another link in the chain to the end goal and he just kind of you know <laughs> everyone's standing behind him he's just like they see him go and i'm i'm wafting my hand <laughs> and he's like my face yeah, and he's, he's smelling it to make sure <laughs> <it look. laughs> he's the, and he's like mm, yeah all right let's do it no <laughs> time to roll and they're like, yeah, they're like yakking because it's so terrible. Yeah, I mean, like, you could, could you imagine him right after saying a fart, like having a fart wafting in his face, saying something like this? So he's in an interrogation room across from a, a terrorism suspect. Okay. Terrorism um, suspects are notorious for not being able to be broken. The only person who can break them. <laughs> that is really their thing. Like, yeah, that's I mean, like their one thing. Yeah. They will, they will die with that information, no doubt right. about it. And he kind of does one of those, maybe a loud one, maybe a mm-hmm. loud kind of chainsaw one, butt clapping one, or maybe just like one like he sque- tried to hold it in, but it squeezed out of his tightened butt cheeks. And he's wearing really tight pants maybe too. Right, exactly. Like, As so we talked like, to, yeah, for the loud. people who's been following us, Mike also knows the woes of tight tight pants and mm-hmm. you know, tight jeans. And Another like point of relatability potentially. Come on, mm-hmm. 24. Yeah, come on. And he goes, <laughs> wafts it into his face and says the only reason that you're conscious right now is because i don't want to carry you (laughs) that would be something that would probably make the scene feel a lot different yeah i mean who doesn't like well have you ever yelled at someone and just like ripped ass accidentally 
Oh, of course. But you're like yelling at them. You're getting your point. But then you're both kind of laughing a little bit. So it's like <laughs> you're having fun, but also being stern and serious. And like right, you're exactly. getting this shit done. Exactly. Yeah. So, I mean, I guess in relatability, I would have liked to see that out of Jack Bauer. 100%. Yeah. It, it's That's where the show really missed the mark for me. But I did... You know, I, I, I like the other stuff, you know, like the, the fighting crime and stuff. He's working at the, at the counterterrorism unit. It was fun just aesthetically, you know, like looking at all like the office he was working at and all the computer screens mm-hmm. and everything. It was like very high tech for the time. Um, it, it was just very cool to look at. I, I That's one of the reasons I loved watching the show. Them, And then the phone ring, the phone sound. Um, yeah that's i I still like this the general um you know work phone sound i just i love it loved it yeah that little kind of stuff really went a long way for me on that one well it was like ctu which you know is there's two points to be had like there's some shows that go off and make up an an imaginary Mm -hmm. you know ctu like there's no counterterrorism unit in california i think it would be absorbed by the federal government but right for some reason they're like no we want our own thing (laughs) instead of just using a department name maybe there's stuff behind the scenes that i don't know but you know another thing too is like um where was i going what would you say before that Mm, something about 24 (laughs) <laughs> nice <laughs> oh yes the control room was like uh it was kind of like a mission control for nasa yeah you know like it had these like steeps to it and like the the old apollo 13 movies are kind of like but all dark i'm surprised somebody didn't like I, another relatability fact would have been like someone it's like super pitch black in there except for the light of the screen <laughs> <laughs> and some guy just rails his knee against the, like uh, <laughs> Uh, a oh, filing <laughs> can we turn on like one desk light in here or something please <laughs> why is it so dark <laughs> it's bright outside. <laughs> just whoa oh that would feel bad yeah again more relatable though i bang my shit needs shit all the time look it's at this gash i have right here you see this that's insane i know it's that's... still bleeding like it seems like you did it recently <laughs> yeah it was very recent i just might mute uh mute um, muted myself. Guy came in, so I'm losing quite a bit of blood, but um, <laughs> it's fine. It's fine, you know. Now, is that the one where if you put, I think if you put leeches on an open wound, it's mm. good for it. Uh, oh, like, nice. It, they close up the wound and shit. Yeah, nice. I got, um, I got, a, I just, I have a bunch of, obviously, I have a bunch of leeches for such an emergency. <laughs> I got a first aid kit. I just, it's just I, leeches in there. Yeah, you know what? I just. <laughs> I trust old Victorian medicine before mm-hmm. I trust regular new age, you know, most current medicine, to be honest right. with you. Off the beaten path, med- like witch doctors, you know, uh, gypsies, like, you know, those are the people I'm getting yeah. my treatments from. I'm getting more of a positive, good vibe from them. Like, I subscribe to phrenology, mm-hmm. which is the measurement, mm-hmm. determining of a personality by the measurements of their skull. Of course. And, and you um, have, like, uh, a lot of based on that you've done that and like you are in the insane quadrant yeah I'm, i've done it to my i've my it's to my own detriment that i subscribe mm-hmm. to this because they literally like you're a mentally insane person yeah. you should be locked up but if this was a practice that we continued we <laughs> would you know put you in some sort of restraints if it was recognized by law as a binding you know contract <laughs> yeah we could absolutely just drill a hole in your head and see if we can get the lo- the ghosts out <laughs> 
<laughs> oh man, yeah. So twenty four though, right? I mean, what is uh, <laughs> what is what is your favorite uh, favorite season of the show that you watched? Uh, I think probably like one of the first seasons. So I kind of determined if it came out in two thousand one, and I was still watching it in two thousand five at the latest. There was one season, and I can't remember specifically, but there was one season with a nuclear bomb that actually goes off, and that was kind of crazy because he didn't save the day. But then, like, obviously he came to back hunt like it was they were going to do it um, hit another target, too, with another, like, dirty bomb or whatever. So they it actually ended up going off. And that was kind of a change for me because nothing ever went wrong in the 24 world. Mm-hmm. Uh, it always was like, you know, he always got there in time or I always knew what to do or he's got the guy like so that going wrong was kind of a new change in the the uh, dynamic of the show. He'd always get there in the 11th hour or the 24th hour in this case. Yeah, exactly. He'd come back around town to get mm-hmm. back. Coming around he's, the mountain. We don't just do a, a measly twelve hours on the we're we're twenty four hour shifts. Yeah, he's up you know? all day. Yeah, he is up all day, all day and all night. So that would probably be around season four or five then that you really love. Probably. Mm-hmm. I'd have to go season two, the Secretary of Defense Heller season, um, mm. which is by far my favorite season. That's the one <laughs> I watched. That's the one where it was appointment television for me. I feel like the first season was really good too. I watched yeah. that quite a bit, but then season two is where they found their swing, and they, you know, they had all, it was just very compelling storylines, and I that was the one where, and correct me if I'm wrong, but I think that was like the big terrorism one because the first season, while it was you know timely for 9/11, and yes, I think Jack Bauer did do 9/11, but it was um, like the president getting assassinated or something. I think was the overall plot. Yeah, and the, season uh... two was like the the terrorism threat. And that's just when I happened to watch all of the episodes for, cause that was, it was very popular at the time and it was, it was, it was gripping cliff, you know, standard drama cliffhanger show. You got to watch every week. It, it, it sunk its hooks into me. It was very, oh, yeah. very good. Good at the cliffhanger. Good at the, uh, just kind of getting you, but what's going to happen in the next episode, what's going to happen in the next episode. So, mm-hmm. And then um, foaming at the mouth, just like dying, rabid, rabid animal. Like mm-hmm. I literally ran to, ran to my dorm room one time, as I mentioned, I had watched it while I was in college, and I mm-hmm. was just shoving old old ladies down, like going out of my way to shove them down. Like, right. watch out! I've got to watch fuck twenty four. Yeah. And there's so many <laughs> like elderly people. You were like in a dorm, like uh, uh, for some reason there was a lot of elderly people there too, <laughs> like just walking yeah. around. I, I'm starting to get at the impression that my college experience was just me in a nursing home because I would be like c- continuously just kind of bump into old elderly people, mm-hmm. infirmed, or just you know later on in their years. And I'm pretty convinced that my mom and dad just put me in a nursing home at 20, 21, 22. Like this is his speed. Let's get him. <laughs> and said this is college. Yeah. Yeah. Well, the, to me, to be honest, the fact that you were confused on what it was and like you were unsure, mm-hmm. it was probably some sort of like psychiatric mental hospital, and mm-hmm. you may have just dreamed that, and that might not be really real. Do you ever, ever, have you ever considered that, or um, 
Um, I didn't until now, but Ooh, honestly, wow. like it kind of links up to the Shocking. phrenology. The phrenology yeah. we were talking about earlier, how they deem me a lunatic because my parents were big <laughs> phrenologists as well. They they were, yeah. That's where you got into it. You picked you carried on the family phrenology business, <laughs> which is someone's got to keep it alive. I mean, I you mean, know? It, 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 phrenology dies in the darkness, as they mm-hmm. say. I mean, the same thing is true from journalism. So that saying phrenology. <laughs> um, but yeah, I get a lot of times kind of is coming back to me where you get a lot of times where you're like you're in a picture and they're like your mom's your friend's mom was like hey man can you smile less like a lunatic and i kind of like look at her i'm like what are you talking about i'm this is my normal smile she's like oh okay it's just very unsettling just those yeah yeah, those images coming back to me now kind of make me think that was the case to be Mm. honest with you interesting well i mean you're learning quite a bit about yourself here i mean and the audiences too and i i don't know how that's going to impact their opinion of your take on 24 i mean it seems like you like dreamed that watching the show or you know just um i, I don't know this could all be up in in my head right yeah now. yeah this could not be this could just not be happening maybe but yeah. at the risk of um you know not doing it why don't we do the one uh the last thing we had, like we got a, you, I understand you have a little, little segment prepared. You know, we like to yeah, do. Yeah, so it's it's basically a little little twenty four game. That oh I my, came up with. I'm so excited, and I, you are the one that is administering it. I'm the contestant, right? Correct. So wow. you'll be. I'll, I'll go through the whole spiel here. So first and foremost, it's the twenty four divided by eight equals three terrorist game. <laughs> <laughs> Yay! <laughs> Really slides off the tongue real yeah, nice. So basically, I put you into similar situations Jack Power has been in in general. Okay. You know, not like a specific situation, but you'll see what I'm talking about. You have multiple choice options, and you have to choose the most Jack Bauer choice. Oh, I love it. So then we go through three because I was like, maybe we should do 24. And I'm like, that would take a long time, I think. It's like a four-hour episode. <laughs> so then I was like, well, three is a nice round number. But I'm like, yeah. how do I get from 24 to three? Divide oh. by a random eight. There it is. Yeah, now so. it makes sense because I was like, oh, that math checks out. But like, what the fuck does it mean? <laughs> so thank you. Well, according to the Beatles, eight days a week, 24 hours in a day, boom. Jack Three. Bauer loves the Beatles, I assume. So Who doesn't? I mean, he's not a monster. Yeah, he, he has a soul, right? He's got two ears and a heart, doesn't he? <laughs> All right, so here is your first scenario. Are you ready? Yes. Okay, a nuclear bomb is inside the president's ass. Oh. A, you conduct an emergency colonoscopy to remove the bomb, but you get a little poo on your hand. <laughs> B, set aside the pre- set the president out to sea and overtake his position. C, nothing. Ooh, wow, what a question! What a question! What a scenario! I'm I, I I'm I'm there. I'm thinking. I, I'm I'm in the the room. I'm in the room where it happens. You know. Um, mm-hmm. You're going through Hamilton. the calculus. Yes, I'm I'm, I'm I'm calculating the options. So I'm sorry. The first one is that I remove it. I do like perform a colon emergency colonoscopy 
Correct. To remove the nuclear bomb, but I also I get a little poo on my hands. Correct. Okay. And then number two is to sail him off to sea and then take his position. Mm-hmm. Number kind of declare yourself overlord, mm-hmm. like kind of like overlord. Uh, yeah, first come <laughs> like whenever some like squatters rights almost to oh, the okay. presidency. Right. Yeah. So you just yeah I got I get you. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. Then three is nothing. Well, I don't think he would do nothing. Because that's not Jack Bauer-esque. He's not doing nothing in any of the episodes. He's always doing something. Like, and sometimes it's just exhausting. Can this guy just take a break for a second? <laughs> like, can he take a shit or yeah. fart? Tell his own farts <laughs> once in a while? God damn. Uh, yeah, so I don't think that's it. Um, man, this is tough. Because I also don't see him super, like, you know, usurping the presidency like that. I don't mm-hmm. see him doing, that's not America, he's like Captain America in a way. Mm-hmm. Um, not in, in the in the Marvel way, but in the in another way, in the Fox way. Um, less lawsuity way. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, so I, I'm gonna have to rule that one out too. I'm gonna have to go with A, option A, you get a little, you get a little duty on your hands, but you get the nuke out. <laughs> the duty to get the duke. Or the nuke. I wish oh, I could. But you yes. are correct, sir. You yes. are correct, sir. That, that was is... that did happen. Oh, you know what? That oh, that was the end of season six, I think, right? Yeah, it was called President Bomb and the President's got a bomb to drop and it's not gonna <laughs> smell nice. <laughs> I feel like they could have just stopped it. Yeah, they could have just stopped it. President's got a bomb <laughs> to drop. Like they, they, you know, they really you know painted the picture for you with the the last bit of it. Yeah, I mean, I I kind of felt it was overboard, but you know, unfortunately, I was nose. not in the room. I was not in the room at the time. Yeah, it's not you, in the room. Mm. Uh, so scenario two, are you ready? I am. Nerve gas will nerve gas will be released by terrorists at the Sarah McLaughlin concert. A, do you bring a bunch of puppies to the concert to distract the terrorists? And then you like play that commercial, you know, mm-hmm. in the arms of the angel kind of thing with 100%. The, the shelter dogs. Mm-hmm. I mean, if that doesn't, these terror, terrorists aren't heartless monsters. Right. You know, I mean, of course, they'll take the lives of infidels and commit jihad, but when a puppy is around, I mean, it's just like, what were we talking about? Oh, yeah. <laughs> B, computers are magic. Maybe there's something there. And C, nothing. Hmm. Okay, so there's nerve gas being released at the Sarah McLaughlin concert. I can either bring puppies to distract the terrorists that are releasing the nerve gas. Right at at the exact moment she's playing in the arms of the angel. Yeah, and she's like, like she's killing two birds, one stone type deal, and she's recording... She's shooting the commercial as well during the <laughs> yeah. concert. That'd be a trip. Just like, hey, we got to get some stuff out of the way here. Hold on. We're just going to get some footage real quick and then go back to the concert. <laughs> and then what was, I'm sorry, what was option B again? Computers are magic. Maybe there's something there. Oh, okay. You would kind of suggest yeah. that. That's just what I say. Like I presented <laughs> the situation. Like, wait, computers are magic. Maybe there's something there. <laughs> yes, basically. See nothing. And see is nothing. Mm-hmm. I'm going to also rule out nothing again, because, again, Jack Bauer, he's, he's a man of action. Um, um, while I, the bringing the puppies would be a good distraction, I don't know if, you know, like, how, are you, how am I going to transport these there? You know, because, like, that, like, you know. You call Chloe. 
because Chloe was always clutch. She, he's like, God damn it, Chloe, get me a truck full of puppies right now. They made the only thing that saved this beautiful country. <laughs> <sighs> That's good. Yeah, I can definitely see him saying that. But I'm going to go with my gut and say B, um, computers are magic. Maybe there's something there. Yet again, you were correct, sir. Yes. I can't see him saying that because he was often, like, you know, like you said, yelling at Chloe about, you know, she was the computer whiz. And he right. seemed like he had a ten, you know, tenuous grasp with technology. So. Yeah. He, uh, time and again, they showed again, and we discussed this earlier as well. They just were like, and shows in general do this. So it wasn't just 24. All right, guys. But yeah. um, they're like, computers are magic. We can look up anything, find anything, track anything. Like, Zoom in. Enhance. Yeah. <laughs> Enhance. Enhance. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, that would definitely be the play. Jack Bauer would think puppies, you know, while he has a heart and he loves puppies, right now is not the time for puppies. No. And He's, nothing again. Be, logistically, doesn't make sense. Yeah, I mean, the puppies would crap everywhere. And obviously, he doesn't even know what the f- crap looks like because he hasn't taken a crap and. Well, I guess a week, you know, considering the season is. Yeah, he would be. Uh, go ahead. You know, he would just be completely unfamiliar with it. Like he'd unable to identify it because he never does it himself. So they're Chloe, doing like something's falling out of the back. Just... <laughs> <laughs> something's falling out of the back of these puppies. What have you done with them? It smells terrible. <laughs> I'm not familiar with this. Brown discharge. <laughs> Uh, so what am I playing? Um, this is two out of three. Now we're moving on to the last one. What am I playing for? Anything or is it just pride that I'm? Uh, uh, you are for? playing for a twenty-four hour pass pass to the twenty-four museum that's located <laughs> in my garage. Oh my god, that's insane! I've been trying to get in there for years. <laughs> like I'm over at your house, like. You know, I've been over there a, a, a free like a, a bunch of times, and never get in that garage. Yeah, nobody garage. Can, nobody gets in the garage for free. Not even Katie has to park outside because I'm like, you don't think you're passing through the 24 Museum for fucking free, do you? <laughs> She's like, yeah, it's my garage. You know, I want to go I need to my to park car. My I'm like, car. Yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. I thought we supported our husbands in our in our business endeavors. <laughs> <laughs> and you have like just the same like couple people that show up, but it's 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 gonna be booming. Like you're yeah. kind of going with the, you know the like you can't get in here trying to build the hype, you know, by making it seem so exactly. exclusive. Yeah, yeah and uh, you know right now we're in the stage of we're just getting weirdos, you know, and and kind of sh- kind of mentally ill people and people who are just kind of kind of don't really pay and they kind of destroy the garage right now. But I yeah. think we're moving up, you know, like. We're moving up in the world to where it's going to be respectable people at some point. People with money, yeah. People with money. I'm just trying to get like the build a guerrilla movement right now. One hundred percent, and it's 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 going to be booming. So I'm excited. Twenty four hour pass for that. I hope I get uh, the last question right here. Yeah, uh, I really do too because you would be lucky to get a twenty four hour pass. Yeah. Seems I mean, like what's better than being locked in a garage for 24 straight hours looking with, at with minimal food and water, looking at some of my old collectibles from 24, which is just like the DVDs, I think. Right. Yeah. Right. A couple DVDs, like not even in order. Really? Yeah. There's like season one. I got season six and stuff like that. The discs are missing. Yeah. <laughs> I lent them out. Really I lent bad them. condition. 
yeah, I lent them out to friends. They never came back, you know, <laughs> stuff like that. So, you know, get ready. Here we go. I'm ready. Your love interest and her father, Secretary of Ag- Agriculture, are kidnapped and going to be killed. <laughs> Do you A, romp in a, fail, a field of lilies and lilacs, but make sure they aren't dandelions because you are terribly allergic? <laughs> B, try, try to trade the Secretary of the Interior for them both? Or C, nothing? <laughs> oh, man. Is, is that canon that he is terribly allergic to dandelions? That would be... I don't. I don't know if I remember. Oh, that's right. He was. I think that one time, that one episode where he was in that dandelion field. <laughs> Damn it, dandelions! My one weakness. Yeah, he's like dandelions. Is that a dandelion? I'm out. I'm out. Can't do I'm it. Out. And then they they the season just blacked out. Sure. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> and then option two was trade. Trade the secretary secretary of agriculture. Trade so the secretary of agriculture got kidnapped. You're trading the secretary of the interior for both the secretary of agriculture and your love interest's father, who's also been kidnapped with her. Mm. So him and his daughter, the daughter of the department of agriculture, secretary of agriculture. Got it. But we're trading the the secretary of the interior because we don't give a fuck about them. Yeah, I mean, what does that even mean? Yeah, interior. Uh, oh well, we're gonna put you on the exterior now because yeah. you're out of here. <laughs> You're out. I'm going to go with option. I'm going to go with option. I'm, I'm going to go with option B. So you're going to try to trade the Secretary of Interior for them both. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm sorry. You're wrong. No. It's A. It's A, the lilacs and the dandelions. Because what you didn't know, which probably would have helped, is that she always wanted you to, to go through it field of lilacs and dandelions because she's like our lilacs and lilies because her father had always talked so beautifully being the secretary of agriculture he always talked so highly of that and wished that they would do that i didn't even yeah that's on me i didn't even draw that parallel (laughs) yeah i mean you didn't even ask that question i could have asked the question i gotta ask more questions yeah that was yeah i mean you were open to ask questions about i I was an open book and you didn't even ask about their (laughs) secret love of the Department of Agriculture uh, and such. Yeah, that was all my... Like, did they love lilacs or what was their relationship <laughs> with them? I should have... Yeah, yeah, was, yeah you, you... But then, again, I threw you off a little bit with the scent. But, of course, Jack Power is going to know whether... He knows where a dandelion is in the fucking 10-mile radius around him. <laughs> he's, he's not going to let his one Achilles heel bring him down in front of everybody <laughs> at CTU. <laughs> Well, that was a lot of fun. I, I don't think I won because I got the last one wrong, so it doesn't seem like I'll get that 24-hour pass, which just it's honestly seems like it's just like a prison sentence for a day <laughs> being locked in a garage. But I'll have to check it out one of these days. I'm going to buy one of those passes because they are really really expensive. I've been saving up, but I'll get there one of these days. I'll get there. Yeah, so, so it's $75 for our listeners who are interested. It's $75 for one minute. Oh. And then every subsequent minute after that is booked as double that. Mm-hmm. That's really straightforward. And mm-hmm. I've heard, like, too, because it's, like, from the time you get in to the time you get out and, like, getting out of your garage, you have a lot of – it's, like, almost like a labyrinth. Like, you have a mm-hmm. lot of tunnels and traps to make your way through, like, yep. secret entrances and, you know, fo- uh, false doors and everything like that. 
Yeah, yeah, and there you got to be careful too because I do have a loaded gun in there. Uh, just because Jack Power would always have a loaded gun, so I'm right. just like they're like, "Is this from the show?" And I'm like, "No, it's just a gun." But yeah, like, yeah, uh, it's from the show. <laughs> just wink at him. <laughs> well, that was a lot of that was a lot of fun. I enjoyed it, uh, mm-hmm. but I think mm-hmm. that's gonna that's gonna wrap it up for for the old Jargon Boys talking twenty four. I I liked this one. I thought it was a lot of fun talking about this. I think we should do more TV shows. Um, and we probably will in the future because we love TV and we love talking about it. So absolutely and we making dumb, dumb jokes about it too, which is probably our bread and butter. I would say like, that's where we really thrive. This is what the nineties and, uh, years in front of the television have pre- prepared us for yeah. is these moments where we can talk about shows like 24 that have kind of been lost in obscurity a little bit. I mean, some people would probably remember them, but not like this. It really faded into the distance now. Yeah, like it's... You know, it, it, I don't know if it would ever come back. It doesn't seem like now that would be as, as popular of a show as it was back then. But, you know, it, it's it's fun to revisit and talk. Now it's nostalgic and it came out in the 2000s and it's weird to think of that as nostalgia. But mm-hmm. it is. And But, yeah, this was fun. Why don't we... Um, Talk about where we can find. I mean, we, you know, I don't know if we have to do plugs or maybe we won't moving forward. I think I'm just going to start ending the episodes very abruptly. But why don't we, uh, Matt, why don't you tell people where they can find you? Uh, so I'm on Twitter. Uh, my handle is at Matt, Matt Crispes, C R I S P E S. Follow me there. Yeah, you can follow me there and you'll see some tweets that I put out there and you'll get our, the lowdown on the when the new releases are of each episode so you know either you follow me or mike and we'll give you the uh, heads up on those things the lowdown the lowdown yes and you could follow follow him there follow me at regs 815 on twitter and twitch um and you can check out this uh, follow us at this podcast jargon boys pod or no it's just at jargon boys at jargon boys on twitter we're dropping new episodes on monday um tell us what you think if you have any show topic ideas you want us to talk about if you ever want a guest, we're going to start having guests soon, too. So that's always on the table. But let us know what you think. Rate and review us on iTunes. And we will catch you next Monday for episode six. Let's see you guys there. Later.